and this situation has me baffled. Even if, in the grand scheme of things, this might not be the most baffling thing ever. I'm five foot nine inches, and to be honest, heels are not really my thing. I know that there are quite a bit of tall people who like wearing heels, and I admire them, or anyone who can handle heels, because I'm not one of those people. I've always had issues with wearing heels, and generally always wear sneakers or flats. However, back in 2018, passing by a woodland showroom on one fine day in December, my eyes latched on to this one pair of heels, and honestly, it was love at first sight. Since then, it is the only pair of heels that I have owned, my one and only. I would go as far as to say that it's my favorite pair of shoes. Literally everyone who knows me knows how much I've hated heels all my life, and how this one pair has changed it all for me. Now, last night, it was my cousin's birthday, and me and my mom were to drive to their place, where I would be staying the night. My mom got the keys and headed out, and I bent down to look at the shoe rack, looking for my heels. I couldn't find them, and I called out to my dad, asking him if he had misplaced them, when he cleaned out the shoe rack earlier that morning. He looked at me kind of puzzled, and told me that he didn't exactly understand what I was saying, but that he had put back every shoe on the rack. I looked for my heels again, and, of course, they were not there. I then asked him about my heels, the only pair that I wear. He laughed a little and said, But you don't really wear heels though, honey. I felt a little confused and rushed outside. My dad does have the tendency to forget things, and at that time, I didn't think much of it. My mom was waiting in the car and I got to her window and told her that I couldn't find my heels. The look of surprise on her face suddenly churned something in my stomach, and it worsened when she asked, "'What heels? You don't have any heels.'" The next hour was probably one of the most stressful hours of my life. I kept on pushing and arguing that I did have my pair of heels. I'd bought them two years back. I've been wearing them for two years, and I've been wearing them almost everywhere. My parents just kept getting more and more surprised and confused, and I think by the end of it, they felt quite alarmed. I've calmed down by quite a notch now, but I remember them looking at me last night like I had gone crazy. Like I was positively losing it over something that didn't even exist. I still feel like I'm going a little insane, because I did not go to my cousin's place last night, and was up looking at pictures from parties and other events where I know that I've worn those heels. And I'm horrified, but I'm not wearing those heels in any of the pictures from the last three years. It's always some other shoes, a different pair or one of my mom's heels, which I can swear that I've never, ever worn except when I was like five and I thought they were fancy. And it seems like my pair of heels just did not exist, ever. 
I've called up a few friends, cousins, some people that I know. I know it might be weird for them to have me asking them if they remember a certain pair of shoes of mine, which they clearly don't remember, as if they never existed. I kind of lost it again when a friend laughed and said that I never wear heels, because I distinctly remember this particular friend's surprised face on Christmas of 2018 when she saw me wearing those heels for the first time. She then had grinned and asked me where I'd bought them from, and if I was finally comfortable with wearing heels. I wanted to share this last night, but honestly, it took me a while to gather my thoughts and words coherently. It's just... shoes. I know, it's probably not a big deal, but two years... I've had them for two years, and nobody around me remembers them or how important they were to me. I feel so weird and uncomfortable and confused. This doesn't feel real. Update. I am again thankful to everyone who has tried to come up with a plausible explanation for everything that has happened. A lot of people have asked the same question, And to be honest, I think I should have clarified it in the original post itself. But here is a little bit of background info about me and the incident. So, I want to address my own physical and mental state first. I have kind of a really clean medical history. When I was very young, I did have some breathing issues, which have now disappeared with age. I have a really normal, healthy family with no history of any kind of hereditary health problems. My mental health has never been bad. I've had counseling before at school, but those were mandatory and everyone had to take them. And nothing really alarming has ever really revealed itself during those. I did have my own teen emo phase, but I don't think it was anything out of the ordinary. I'm a pretty optimistic person and it generally takes a lot to bring me down. This year, however, has been quite stressful, but again, I think that's everyone. Plus, this year, I've been studying to get into an engineering college of my choice, so I think it's safe to assume there is a general air of stress around me, but it's nothing too bad. I'm not somebody who generally gets worried too often, and I enjoy a little bit of stress. It's kind of the fuel that gets me going. My memory, though, is kind of a weird spectrum for me. I don't really have any clear memories from my childhood, as in when I was, like, less than 10 years old or something. That would be anything before 2013. And sometimes, I just get flashes of certain events from that time period. I obviously have a lot of photos from then, but they don't really jog up anything in my head, but I don't really consider it weird to be honest. A lot of people do not remember their childhood memories very specifically. However, other than that, my memory is pretty sharp, at least when it comes to remembering trivial everyday things. I've never really had any issues with it. My memory has never really failed me until now, or not and I do not really have any reason to doubt it. In short, I personally don't think I'm going crazy. I don't really have any reason to go insane. 
I don't know for sure exactly what has happened, but I don't think that everything I remember is a lie. Somebody did ask if there was a possibility that all of this, like me getting the shoes, wearing them, etc., was just a realistic dream. I'm not rejecting that idea, but I generally have dreamless sleep, and even if I do see dreams, I generally forget them within minutes of waking up. And the few times when I do see my dreams, they're the most bizarre, weird dreams ever. There was this one time that I've had a very weird one that actually scared the hell out of me, but I guess that's for another day. I've been trying to look up the shoes, or similar shoes, but I've not really had any success. And I'm shocked because it's not like my shoes were too unique or extraordinary, The style itself was pretty common. The brand is very popular, Woodland. Maybe they're not exactly trendy right now, I don't know. However, I did come across one on Pinterest. And though it really doesn't look anything like mine, it's still more similar than others that I've seen. From this picture, take away the angle straps, the heels are black and kind of a soft black. I don't know how to describe it. The shoes are very cushiony, the heels do not begin from the base of the shoe, at least not as much as it does on the one I found, but from the ankle. The base of the shoe is pretty flat. I chose those ones because of the strap, the straps look really similar and they're leather straps. The shoes are a dusky grayish brown with black heels, and I don't know how this will help anyone understand, but they always reminded me of winter, very wintry vibes. But again, that could just be me. I had bought the shoes via cash, and it was two whole years ago, so I no longer have the receipt. I don't even have the box in which they came. I have tried to talk about this to my best friend. She did not say anything in particular to indicate it, but her tone and my familiarity with her way of talking have told me that she might be thinking that I'm not in the right mind. Maybe I would have a similar reaction if I was in her place, I don't know. I don't feel like confronting anyone around anymore, though I'm trying not to show it, but I think I look visibly upset, because today, in the morning, my dad asked if I was still hung up on the shoes, and that if some shoes were upsetting me that bad, we should just go and buy new ones for Christmas. I have agreed for now and I think I'll go to that same showroom again. Though, to be honest, I doubt I'll find them. I have this kind of gut feeling that they just don't exist here. I don't know how to explain it, but just because they don't exist here, I don't think it means that they never existed. I recently came across an answer in Quora, and I think I found some kind of, and not an explanation, but relatability. Though, the guy in the question has it way worse than I have, and I think a lot of you would be interested to know about this. But, so in short, I'll visit the showroom again, probably return with different shoes, and maybe I'll like them just as much, or not, I don't know. My intuition's telling me that I won't really find them again, but I'll look for them anyway. I don't want to talk about this to anyone around anymore, I don't want to alarm them more than they already are, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm crazy, because I'm not. 
The initial feeling of bewilderment is gone, to be honest. In fact, I've not felt this peaceful in a while. I don't know if that has anything to do with this, but I feel really calm. Even if one of the most bizarre and puzzling things in my life has ever happened. I'm not asking anyone to believe in this, but personally, I genuinely believe that there has been some sort of reality shift. I wonder how slim are the chances to slip into an alternate reality that is so similar, but maybe there are more differences. I just haven't noticed them yet. I'll update this post once again when I do visit the showroom. Until then, thank you so much for not discarding everything that I've said and trying to help me. I'm glad that I've talked about this, and reading all the comments about similar experiences and theories have honestly helped me go through this one, so thank you. Update 2. Hello. If this is not the first time you're reading this post, thank you for waiting. I went to the showroom the other day with my father. Predictably, I did not find anything that remotely resembled my shoes. I obviously do not remember every single employee working there two years ago, but according to the store manager, they did have some people who left last year and earlier this year. There were quite a number of new employees. I didn't recognize anyone in particular. I kind of remember the guy who packed the shoes. Dark-skinned, tall, kind of lanky, and with a really likable smile. I didn't see him this time around. I tried asking about the shoes, trying my best not to sound crazy, and telling them that I was looking for that specific kind of shoe, and if they had them. After a while of rummaging, it was clear they did not have any of this kind of shoe. Anyways, I'm back home with a new pair of shoes for Christmas, and I hope they don't disappear into thin air. This definitely has been one of the craziest things that has ever happened to me, and again, Thank you for hearing me out. I wish you and your loved ones a safe and happy holidays, and I hope it does not involve the disappearances of shoes or anything else that you cherish. First off, I read the rules and I don't believe this falls under the drug or alcohol abuse because... It's simply about a place, so hopefully my post will stay for people's thoughts and comments. Anyways, I'm a nightlife person, but if there's nobody to go with or no activities to partake in, I usually would just stay at home. One evening, I was sitting at home, bored out of my mind, because karaoke had been cancelled at a couple of bars I frequented for some reason or another, and my friends were leaving for a baseball game 70 miles away or so, and typically would stop by the distant town bars and take the train back. So, my night was, at that moment, uneventful. I sat at home thinking of stuff to do or movies to watch, and I was getting a bit restless. So, I thought, maybe I'll just go out to a bar anyways. Maybe I'll run into someone at least entertaining to talk to, but then I thought, my town is full of bars. I'll just Google for a local one that I've never been to and meet some new people, see what the place has to offer. So I Google searched locally, 
and a place popped up on the map across a bar that I would usually visit for karaoke. I thought to myself, I've never seen a bar there before. I thought of where the pin marker was, and what I remember being there in typical passing was a white house with an almost steeple-like roof. Every time I drove by it in the past and glanced at it, the lights were always out, and I wondered if anyone lived there. There was never a sign that advertised it as a bar, and we actually had a number of houses like that in our town, the kind where you never see anyone go in, never see a light on, and never see a for sale sign in front of it, nor a car in the driveway. Fast forward, I decide to get up and drive and check it out. What harm could it do? There was never a light on, so I doubted anyone there would be woken up. And even if there was, I figured I could beg their pardon by showing them a pin on Kugel's map. When I got there, however, there was a light on. There was no sign indicating it was a bar, however. But the side street, which is typically empty, was absolutely lined with cars. I found a great spot open right at the end of the street and parked there. As I approached it, I started hearing music blaring through the doors and the sound of a party. Not knowing if it was just someone doing a house party or what, I raised my hand to knock on the door, and just as I did, some acquaintances I would typically talk to at a different bar popped outside with cigarettes in hand. Seeing me, they exclaimed, Hey, chicken's here! referring to my nickname. Before I could say anything, they said, Hey, come in, come in, this party is hot! I went inside, and it was the most immaculately white bar that I have ever seen. All the walls were white, the bar counter was white marble, and there were wooden white columns in each corner. The ceiling was low, with those cheap white tiles with the holes and groove marks all over them. If you got them wet, they would basically break. You know the kind. And it had one of those old-time cigarette vending machines off to the side. There were TVs lined overhead, karaoke going on, and it was very cramped. I looked around, and it looked like I knew everyone that was there. We were almost all shoulder to shoulder with how packed the place was. I hear, Hey chicken, great to see ya. What do you have? By a familiar voice. I look at the bartender, and it's the same guy that owns one of the bars that cancelled karaoke. Before I answer that, I said, How long has this place been here? Knowing that he had two other businesses. He said, oh, We just acquired this place a couple weeks ago. We still haven't gotten a sign yet. We got the bar in the town, and we got the restaurant in the city. Me and the co-owner decided we were going to open this place and each run a bar during the night. That was all I needed to hear to quell my curiosities. Since it looked like I knew everyone and karaoke was going on, I thought I might as well make the best of it. And all night long, I was enjoying the night, as you would expect. Shots bought left and right. I was there for hours, having a good time. Then, the night comes to a close, and everyone's gotta pay their tabs and leave. I stick around as the place empties out because I wanted to chat up about the place with the owner a little bit more, wondering if it was open during the day, too. He said it was and that they served lunch, 
having the day off work the following day, I told him I would be back for lunch tomorrow. The next day, I wake up with a hangover, and decided to pick up lunch from the place and have a little hair of the dog, just to get me through the day. I try to open the door, but it's locked. I knock on it, nobody answers. So I decide to go to the other place that he owns and ask him if there's a special hour that it's open. I show up at his other bar, I ask for a drink, and as he's pouring it, I start telling him about how much fun I had at his other bar. He just laughs and says, eh, looks like you had a good time last night. I started asking him about the hours, and he says, uh, we're open from 9am to 2pm. And I said, no, 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 not for here, for your other bar. He then says, we have no other bar. It's just this restaurant in here. Are you sure you didn't dream that? I said, no, I didn't get a hangover from a dream. He said, well, why don't you check your receipts? And I replied, that is an excellent idea. I opened my wallet and it was completely empty. I remembered that was probably one of the only times that I'd ever paid in cash because my bank was having issues with my card at that point in time and suggested that I pull out money to use. When I pay in cash, I don't keep receipts, and since I didn't use card, I had no bank statements I could check. The rest of the bar started to ridicule me about getting drunk at some other bar and dreaming it all up, so I just shut my mouth and ordered lunch to go. But that time at the bar, it still pisses me off years later. It was the most fun I had ever had with friends and acquaintances. I knew everyone, and everyone was having fun. I know that I was there. I can remember the details of the place. No other bar that I've been to looks like that. If I didn't know the people and karaoke wasn't going on, I wouldn't have stayed long, and I wouldn't have woken up with a hangover. And no, it wasn't a dream, because dreams don't empty your wallet and give you hangovers. I looked on Google after the fact, and the pin for the bar was still there. The pin stayed there for years, even after I reported that it was an error to Google. So, what do you all think? Anyone else ever have an experience similar to this? Anyone traveled to a pinned Google destination only to be told later it doesn't exist, even after you've already experienced being there previously? For Twilight Zone fans, I'll refer to this as my Willoughby. Update. This is the new location Google is putting out, and as you can see by the link, it says 10 years in business with no way to contact anyone other than their phone number, which nobody ever answered back in the day when I called over the course of a number of days, just trying to get to the bottom of this. The pin now puts the pub in the middle of the street, and the location is 1701 North IL Route 83 in Lake Villa, Illinois. This happened a few years back. I was 16 and just came home from school. To this day, I don't have a clear and completely logical explanation for this, and my mom doesn't remember it at all. 
as I always did, I called my mom to let her know that I am home and just to chat for a bit. Then I started by saying, Hi, Mom. To which she didn't answer. And then she asked, So other than that, how are you? I started telling her about my day at school, but something seemed off. So I asked, How's work? She just asked, as if she never heard me, So other than that, how are you? At this point, I was already weirded out, but I just thought maybe she didn't hear me. A few minutes pass in which I keep talking about school stuff, but she's completely silent during the whole thing. The only thing she said was that question. It was her voice, her number, her tone of speaking, no doubt about it. I started getting worried, so I asked, Hey, are you okay? She didn't answer. She just asked the same question. I said, Mom, I'm fine, but are you okay? Nothing. Still asking the same question. This was so weird. She's really talkative and always a part of the discussion, so it was really out of character for her. I didn't know what to do about it, No matter how hard I tried to make her say anything else, it didn't work. I told her I was going to take a shower and call her right after. She just asked the same question, and I hung up. I called her half an hour later, and everything was just like every other day. I asked her about it. She said she had no idea what I was talking about, and she didn't remember anything of what I said in our first conversation. She didn't remember what I told her about school or my friends. It was just as if that first call never existed to her. I have no explanation for this. Even now, if I ask her about it, she says she has no idea, but she's curious too. I want to mention she doesn't drink or smoke, she's never consumed any drugs, she isn't on any medication either. Also, our native language isn't English, so I apologize if this is badly written. The question she kept asking isn't exactly that, but it's the closest translation. Edit. Hey guys, thanks for all the replies. I'm glad that it intrigued some of you. The thing that I'm really considering is this being a seizure or some form of stroke. Our family has a history of strokes, so that might be it. Maybe with all this, I'll finally convince her to get an appointment to the doctor or just investigate her health problems, but I've been trying for years now and she doesn't even let me mention it. But after this, nothing remotely similar ever happened. As for the phone recording playing over and over, it's a possibility, but I highly doubt it, since her voice got more tired and shaky as she kept asking, so I don't think that's it. Again. Thanks for all the support. Maybe this isn't a glitch, but thank you for showing interest and concern about my mom's health. I'll explain it to her, and maybe we'll make an appointment soon. So that, my friends, was a collection of... One, two, three glitch in the Matrix stories. Why did I have to count that to figure it out? I don't know. Anyway, that was a collection of three glitch in the Matrix stories, and hopefully you guys enjoyed them. I thought they were pretty good. 
as always, these glitch stories are always really interesting, so... Yeah. The shoe one kind of gets to me the most. I can imagine having something that's absolutely your favorite, and then... You go to look for it one day, and it's just gone. And nobody believes that it ever existed. That would just... I would feel insane, honestly, so... Kudos to all the Redditors that posted these, and thank you to them for letting me use their stories. And also, thank you for listening to this video to this point. If you enjoyed this video and would like more like it, please hit that subscribe button bell icon next to it. You can also hit the uh, follow button on any of the social media platforms. You can also join the channel as a member. You get early access to most things. You can also support over Patreon or Coffee. All those are optional, and every bit of it is greatly appreciated. All that said, let's move to my word of the day. Uh, something I'm doing randomly that people are seeming to enjoy. The last word of the day was underlying, and because I'm a horribly indecisive person, I've chosen three comments for this one. First one by 242 reads, the section specifically, that mentions it was not the best idea anyone had, but it was all we had. Underlying, the Great Wall of China with bodies seems to keep your enemies at bay. These Mongols will never get over it. Terrifying concepts, and apparently true, so yeah. The next one, uh, Annie Red J also won the last one, one of the last ones too. Uh, dogs are known to protect their owners and even give their lives for them without second thought. The underlying reason for this behavior stems from their views of us as part of their pack and their family. In addition, we give them our love, food, shelter, etc., and they appreciate that. They instinctively know when we, their caretakers, and family are in danger and see it as their duty to protect us from harm. A good scientific comment that is actually relating to the video it was in, so well done. And third, uh, Jose Cuevas, he comments in all my videos, and I really do appreciate him, and I just like this one because it helped my ego. Uh, the underlying reason I listen to you is because you are a great narrator. Thank you to you three for your comments and everyone else that commented, but let's move on to today's word of the day. Today the word is flavor. Uh, I think you all know what flavor is, but it is the quality that uh, affects the sense of taste, or the blend of taste and smell sensations evoked by a substance in the mouth. That is the word of the day, flavor. Let's see how you use it in relation to these glitch stories, or in a story if you want. And Best ones get featured, if I can choose a best one. Alright friends, all that said, I hope you have a beautiful day, and I will see you in the next video, but until then, sleep well.